All right, praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks, Sr. Now, today, this is October the 11th, and in, in 14 days, it'll be my birthday. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I'll be 54. Yes, I'll be 54 this year, if the Lord will. And we're thanking and praising God, giving him all the glory and the honor and the praise for bringing us thus far. Now, we're going to be continuing the messages, the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul. And the Lord unctionized and thought it best that we present these messages to you to bring you to a clear vision of what the Lord is doing this day and time in this 2020th century. Now, Paul, in his first missionary journey to the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. He's pulling us towards these people here in this United States, this USA. He's pulling the gospel towards and bringing it towards us here where we live at here today. To bring this this good news, this great gospel of the Lord, the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ himself. He's bringing this gospel, this gospel of salvation, the gospel, the doctrines of Jesus Christ, the doctrines that Jesus preached, second advent, the resurrections, his coming, his birth, his death, his persecution, his beating, his false witnesses from birth till his death. But he said, no man take my life and I'm here to fulfill I'm here to fulfill the volume of the book. And in and, 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 and Paul's heavy anointing, heavy, heavy anointing, and very educated, and most of the people he hung out with as disciples and, and born-again saints were black men and women and Jews, but most, a lot of them were black. So he's bringing this gospel, not only because the Lord has called him to be the eyes to the Gentiles, but to present a gospel to a people so they can see the revelation and have it revealed to them that they are the eyes to lead the world to Christ. That hermetic race of people. In this day and time, in the midst 
of the mystery of godliness in the midst of a multitude of unbelievers in the midst of a multitude of unfaithful people. Now, as we're reading this, you will see the faithful and then you will see the unfaithful and then you will see the curse that was placed on the unfaithful. Even when they tried to act as if they were of the born again, you see this sorcerer that Paul and them just had to rebuke. What was his name? Bar Yeshua or Bar Jesus. He wanted to frustrate the way. And there's many ways to try to frustrate the way that the Lord is using Paul, Barnabas, me, and others. Now, you're going to have to go back ASAP because the winter is coming. The winter's coming, y'all. And he says, pray not that your flight be in the winter because it just might be in the winter. Mm-hmm. Now, watch this, because we're going to pull this thing straight up into this United States. And it will be thousands of years as Paul is preaching here before you will see a United States of, Amer of an America. Thousands of years. So get your matrix together about who you say is speaking concerning this book and get your matrix together when you say that Jesus never asked to be worshiped. Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. Jesus is all humility. He humbled himself to himself. What is you talking about? He humbled himself to himself and he submitted himself as a son because he himself could do only what a son could do in the earth for some people that's sinners that's going to hell at a very uh, lightning speed rapid rate the only way to stop hell from enlarging herself was the savior but that's been purpose he purposed that before the foundation of the world now you're going to have to go to revelations so you can really see who Jesus is you're going to either worship him now these fake preachers and fake prophets and false witnesses talking about Jesus ain't never said or was asked to be worshipped he humbled himself to himself now you get a clue and by a vow matter of fact why don't you try it try humbling yourself to yourself because most of y'all that frequent that building, 
your flesh so alive and you, your, your, your flesh is so alive. You're, you're so deceived. You think you're in the spirit or you think you're being spiritual. You're presenting to God strange fire. Keep playing. Keep playing. The Apostle Paul. Acts chapter 14. Paul and Barnabas in Iconium. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogues of the Jews so spake that a great multitude both of the Jews and also of the Greeks believed but the unbelieving see Jews stirred up the Gentiles you know who the people is that's stirring up all the mess around the world all those people and most of those people that frequent those buildings that was nothing but tears and there was nothing but a bunch of unfaithful people and unbelieving people that they could mask and curtail and camouflage themselves all up in the midst of these buildings, even now these little buildings. All you got to do is, especially these females, all you got to do is dress up and have a fancy car and come parading your tail up in there. Now all the focus is off the Christ and now it's all on Delilah. Yeah, that's where y'all at today because these people today, y'all so in y'all flesh, y'all just want to be seen. You just want to be seen. Watch this. And out of all the work, that the Lord mightily has done from his resurrection, his ascension in acts. You have never seen him. He's never had to make himself seen. It's all spirit It's spiritual. It's all the spirit. He manifests his spirit and manifests his spirit in you. He don't want to see you. He want to see the spirit in you. Be manifested. Get to work. That's why you don't see Jesus. Because he's at work. It's your lazy tail. Go to work. Spiritually. That means submit to the spirit that you don't see. Jesus. Now you got to submit. Get to work. I rebuke all these lies, these liars, these lies. Tell me you know Jesus. Get to work. Where is Jesus? At work. And he's sitting down doing it. That's because it's done. Work doing what? Mediator, advocate, intercessor. Testator, high priest, minister, saint, bishop, shepherd. Get a clue by a vow.
Now, what that that means is go back in prayer and stay there till you be filled again. Because you do not know. You think you are rich, increased with good and have need of nothing, but you do not know that you're blind, wretched, miserable, and naked. And I charge you to buy of gold of God tried in the fire. Now, go find out what that means. Watch this. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil effect against the brethren. Long time therefore abide they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the multitude of the city was divided. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Look at that too. Look at that too. Number, number, way divided. See this winter? Now, now, now. This winter, you're finna see some divisions. You're gonna see some divisions. You're gonna see some separations. The number two means division, separations. But the multitude of the city was divided and part held with the Jews and part with the apostles. And when there was an assault made both of the Gentiles and also of the Jews with their rulers, with their rulers to use them despitefully and to stone them. They were at the words of it. They were aware of it and fled to Lystra and Derby, cities of Lyconian and into the region that lieth round about. And there they preached the gospel. Talking about Paul. Barnabas, even as they were assaulted, ain't nothing happened to y'all. Y'all ain't been assaulted. Y'all just been running around emotionally assaulting people in the buildings in all kind of ways, assaulting, robbing, defrauding. No due benevolence. Now Paul goes to Lystra. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never walked. The same heard Paul speak, 
who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. And he leaped and walked. The names given to Paul and Barnabas were significant because the people were referring to them as their own heathen gods in human form. Isn't that just like us today? The reason that Paul and Barnabas did did not refuse the people's worship immediately was that in the people's excitement after witnessing the miracles they reverted to speaking their native language, which Paul and Barnabas did not understand. And when the people saw, and when the people saw, now they're in Lystra, and when the people saw that Paul had done what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices saying in in speech of Lyconia, the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. And they call Barnabas Jupiter and Paul Mercurius because he was the chief speaker. Then the priests of Jupiter, which was before their city, brought oxes and garlands unto the gate and would have done sacrifice with the people, which when Paul, when the apostles and Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they rent their clothes and ran in amongst the people crying and saying, Sirs, why do you do these things? We also are men of like passion with you and preached unto you that ye should turn from these vanities unto the living God, which made heaven and earth and the seas and all things that are therein, who in times past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings, scarce refrain they, the people, that they had not done sacrifice unto them. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people. Watch this, y'all. And these people pulled up like 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 uh, gangs and like a gang in uh, California. And there came thither 
where they were at, where Paul and them and Barnabas and them were at, at this crowd. And, and certain Jews in, uh, from Antioch in Iconium who persuaded the people. Now they stirred these people up another way to the point they not only stoned Paul, they killed him. Watch this. And the people, in having been stoned, in having stoned Paul, in having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. They stoned him. In his company, and the apostles had to drag Paul out of the city because they already, they believed he was dead anyway. They say, well, he's dead. Now, this is where he will have this uh, revelatory experience. You see here in 19 in uh, 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about his revelatory experience after he was stoned to death. And in one Corinthians chapter fifteen, second in Second Corinthians chapter two, howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, Paul, he arose and came into the city. The next day, he departed with Barnabas to. Derby. Now this is right after Paul was literally stoned to death. Then the Lord gave him a, a rapture and brought him to the third heaven. Then he reveals that later in his epistles, in his 13 epistles. Then he comes back with a full Healing. There's no hospital. There's no emergency. There's no urgent care. Nothing. He is miraculously healed. But I'm sure that Paul has many scars concerning his wall in his world to bring forth this gospel. The Apostle Paul. Thank you.